Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Real Talk with Adriana. I have with me today Patty Dooley Strapelli with the Boulder County Public Health Department. So, first of all, Patty, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule for this. Oh, you're welcome. I'm happy to uh, share information and please help. So, couple questions. I know radon um, has definitely become a big issue, um, but let's talk, first of all, um, about you, Patty, and what you do at the Boulder County um, Public Health Department. Well, I'm an environmental health specialist, and I work in the indoor air program, and currently we are working on a radon project that is funded through the state health department through their cancer, cardiovascular, and pulmonary disease grants program. So we are working on a project to help educate people, not only in Boulder County, but all over the state, information about radon in Colorado. Perfect. So you have your hands full, definitely. <laughs> so Yes. So a couple, um, you know, quick things. So what exactly is radon for anybody out there that doesn't know? Radon is a naturally occurring radioactive gas, and it has been identified as the second leading cause of lung cancer. It's a class A carcinogen, which means it's known to cause cancer. So uh, the radon gas is released during the radioactive decay of naturally occurring uranium-238 in the soils. And um, being uh, part of that uh, radioactive decay chain, the uranium decays to radium and then to radon. And since is a gas, it can escape the soils and it travels the path of least resistance. So it escapes the earth and then it can be drawn or even sucked into homes and buildings because, believe it or not, buildings are normally at a lower pressure than the outside air. Um, And that's mainly due to the use of HVAC systems, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems. So it's um, from naturally occurring uranium that's found in rocks. Uh, Uranium occurs in rocks that contain uh, granitic rocks and shales. And here in our beautiful state of Colorado, we have a lot of uh, those types of rocks. Therefore, we have uh, radon here in Colorado. Wow. Okay. That's that's crazy. I, I didn't know that it was that extensive. I mean, especially that it in some ways our HVAC systems almost help unknowingly contribute to radon getting sucked into our environment. Drawn into homes because it travels the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so uh, obviously it, it, it's a carcinogen. Um, what are some, I guess, things that you guys are seeing as far as, you know, radon and the biggest concerns? I mean, of other than, of course, that it's the leading cause of lung cancer. Um, 
what are some red flags that people should consider um, when it comes to radon? Like, what are some signs that you may have elevated levels of radon in your home? Well, one of the biggest concerns is that there are a lot of misconceptions about radon and that it perhaps is only uh, west of the Continental Divide where the mountains are. Uh, that's not true. It occurs throughout the state. I think the biggest concern is that it's invisible. You can't see it or smell it. And so you don't know what is happening in your in your environment. And the thing with radon is it's everywhere. There's even a little bit of radon outside. Um, but the question is how much radon is in the space where you spend time indoors, where you live and work. So, for instance, like in Colorado, um, the radon levels can vary between uh, background levels. So there's even a little bit of radon outside because it's a gas and it's escaping the earth, but there's a little minuscule amount. It's, it's about 0.4 outside. And um, levels in Colorado range from background to over 4,000 picocuries is what they're, it's measured in. And so just to kind of give you a reference, the EPA guideline is for picocuries. Oh, wow. So I think the biggest concern is that um, people don't think about it because they can't see it or smell it. And so you don't really know what's happening uh, unless you test for it. So that's the, the nice thing is, is that it's easy to test. And I guess another big concern is lung cancer is um, is the leading cause of cancer death in the United States, and it's mostly preventable. I mean, most lung cancers are from a result of smoking, but like I mentioned, radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer. And surprisingly, lung cancer kills more people than breast cancer, cancer and colon cancers combined. Um, and the nice thing is recently, uh, you know, those other cancers, they're screenings, and so they're earlier, and they can be cured. They have a greater success rate in curing them with the doctors. Uh, with lung cancer, until just recently, there wasn't really any kind of a screening that was done, and usually when you have lung cancer, you find out when it's in the later stages, and it's, it's too late. Uh, most recently, there have been strides taken to help people screen for lung cancer if you have a smoking history. So um, there are low-dose CAT scans that people can ask their doctors about if they have a smoking history to uh, screen and see if you have uh, a potential to find it earlier and help make sure that it's taken care of. Oh, so it's almost kind of like a, like another silent killer. Exactly. You, you don't yeah. realize that how much harm is actually doing you until it's almost too late. Right, right. And it's preventable. I mean, smoking can be prevented, and radon is something that you can test. It's easy to test, and it's also easy to get rid of. You just need to know about it. So can you tell us a little bit about the different tests that there are out there um, to detect different levels of radon? There's all kinds of ways to test for radon. Uh, we, as uh, local public health agencies, encourage folks, especially in January and in the winter months, there's a, a big promotion in January during National Radon Action Month. It's a national uh, promotion to help increase awareness 
and encourage testing so that people can test their homes and know what their level is. And you can pick up test kits online. Uh, we recommend folks go to www.sosradon.org. You can purchase test kits for as little as $15. And we always ensure that people are working with laboratories that are approved uh, by the National Radon Proficiency Program so that they prove that they can measure radon accurately. Uh, what we see most often, though, is since you can't see it or smell it, people kind of forget about it, and it often comes up during the real estate transaction because that's when you're looking at a house and you're assessing all of the uh, things about the home, and it's often a really good idea to have a test done. Well, it's always a good idea to have a test done during the real estate transaction where you hire a person, and we always encourage that the person is certified through this program, the National Radon Proficiency Program. There's another program called the National Radon Safety Board as well. So there are ways to measure radon for the do-it-yourself homeowner, and then also professionals do the testing for hire uh, home inspectors or radon testing companies. And oftentimes they'll use sophisticated equipment that will measure radon every hour. And you can uh, look and see, since it's a gas, it's not always going to stay the same level. It'll vary just a little bit. So there are many ways to test, and we encourage everybody to test. So as far as those two websites that you mentioned, um, if, say, somebody were to... Cause with the availability of people being able to buy a test at home, um, they would still have to send those lab, lab tests to a lab and stuff like that and have them read. Um, if, say, a state a certified um, person was doing the radon test, um, is there is those same websites the same place where people can go to look and see if the person that is conducting their radon test does have that further training? Yes. Um, so currently in Colorado, it's a voluntary certification program, and they can get on the internet and just Google National Radon Proficiency Program and find a list of people that are certified in Colorado that do the testing and also the fixing. We call it the mitigation. Um, the easiest way to get to it is through the State Health Department's website, I think, which is easy to remember. Um, <clears throat> it's www.coloradoradon.info. And you can get on there and find a list of folks that take a class and they take a test and then they prove that they can measure radon accurately. And if they're doing the testing for hire, they're also required to uh, calibrate their, their equipment if they're using what we call continuous radon monitors. And that's typically what you'll find your home inspectors or radon testing companies using and they'll prove that they can measure radon accurately and send their equipment in for regular calibration requirements. So that definitely should hopefully be able to get them a better reading and help buyers and sellers in this case make a better decision as far as whether or not radon mitigation would be necessary in their case. 
Right. You want to make sure that the person that you're working with is certified and at the very least that the equipment that they're using is calibrated. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, and then you mentioned that the recommended level, um, I guess, threshold would be for PCUs, right? Yes, it's four pico carries per liter. Um, and that's kind of a, a, an odd term, but if you break it down, a pico is a metric unit. It's a little tiny unit, 10 to the negative 12th. And then curie is from Madame Curie. It's in a, a measure of radiation from uh, what's emitted from a gram of radium, and it's a lot of radioactivity. So a pico curie, just one pico curie, is um, the equivalent of just over two radioactive disintegrations per minute per liter of air, and that's per liter of air. So you've got to think about how many liters of air are in the in the room, and two pico or one pico carries about two little disintegrations. And if one of those little disintegrations happen in your lungs, that's what causes the damage to the DNA. Gotcha. That makes sense. So. I mean, even four pico periods is, is still a pretty decent amount when you think of the amount of liters that are realistically in, in a room. Um, right, right. And then also when you think about how much we breathe, too, we breathe 20,000 liters of air, I think it's a day or something, but we breathe a lot, and yeah. we don't even think about it, yeah, I mean, especially, unless I guess we're working out really hard. Right. Which, I mean, especially I think that kind of comes into play a lot and it would be that much more important to test if you say work at home and you're spending a lot of time in your home, you know, breathing in those high levels of radon potentially. That right, could be a big right. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what kind of advice, um, other than making sure you're, you're getting uh, a test done, whether it's you're doing it on your own and, you know, just going, ordering one online or having it done by real estate. What kind of um, advice would you offer potential buyers, sellers, consumers, homeowners? I would offer the advice to work with uh, laboratories that are approved through that program that we talked about, the National Radon Proficiency Program, and um, also if you find that your level is above four, because half of the homes in Colorado are above four picocaries. It's not just um, the homes in Boulder County or Jefferson County. The entire state has the potential for every other home to be above the guideline of four. And so um, we encourage that you do the test and you find out what your level is and then uh, have take measures to reduce it and there are ways that radon can be reduced that it's not that expensive it's you know the cost of an average home repair it's about a thousand dollars to install a radon mitigation system and we encourage that if you are going to have a radon mitigation system installed that you work with somebody that is certified that knows what they're doing because you want to make sure that it's installed properly and is reducing the levels and let's say not making it worse and again they can these folks that are certified can be found 
on the websites that I mentioned. They can also be found on our website. Many local public health departments have lists on their website of certified contractors. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for that advice. I mean, it sounds like it's, like you talked about, definitely something that is preventable. And even if a high level is found, it's not astronomically high or expensive to get it mitigated. I mean, $1,000 does sound like a lot of money up front, but when you consider that it can save your life and save you thousands of dollars in, you know, medication, therapies, radiation, you know, it's... It's definitely worth worth the investment, it sounds like. It really is. And there's also um, programs that are out there uh, to help folks that might not have the, um, the means to pay for the radon mitigation. The state health department has a program to help folks with lower incomes to help pay for it. And that information can also be found on the state health department's website, which is www.coloradoradon.info. Awesome. Well, that's a lot of great and useful information, Patty. I definitely appreciate you coming on. Um, Is there anything else that you'd like to share? think of anything if you'd like um feel free to direct folks to me if they have questions or our website or the state health department there are many resources out there to help uh help people make good decisions about testing and fixing their radon awesome well thank you very much again patty for coming on i appreciate you sharing all the information with us and taking time out of your day to be here you're welcome. Have a good afternoon. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my future episodes. Also, if you enjoyed the content, please share it with a friend. And don't forget to send me any questions you have real estate related using the hashtag Ask Adriana O. And I'll be sure to find time to answer them on one of my future podcasts. Thanks again, guys, and I hope you have a wonderful day.